Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, it's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Potato Thumbs Podcast, episode 304, the one with Dan Finity. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know how to follow that up. I was going to say something else, but guys, Dan's on the show. It's been a while, and we got Hi. him back. We're going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> I think the technical term is it's been a hot minute, so hot, glad to have you hot, back. <laughs> yeah, several hundred hot minutes. You yeah, so you were you were on like on like a year one episode, so mm-hmm. the the editing was probably not great. Uh, we we're maybe... I probably wasn't either. I was probably <laughs> bad bad too. We we're get, maybe like... using Skype. <laughs> we were definitely using Skype. We used Skype for a long time. I, I man, yeah. I just re- like I just remember all of us were in that that scene that early podcasting scene mm-hmm. yeah like with the with the, the, the uh gentleman <laughs> like the just i don't know it's it's good to be here it's good to reconnect and yeah. to say hi to you guys it's good to see your smile it's good to see your beard that's that's <laughs> what i'm gonna say <laughs> oh um, i think it's awesome like i'm really i love that we're all still around here too. And like your stuff is just blown. Well, maybe not blown up. I'm not entirely sure how busy that kind of stuff is, but like you were doing your thing. You got the whole network now of folks that wasn't a thing when we last talked. Uh, Mm -hmm. And like podcast is is doing well. Podcast is doing great. It's it's doing fairly well. It's doing fairly well, which is, it's a, it's a blessing. That's very, that's very cool. I had Dan when I started streaming because like I did the Twitch thing for maybe a year, year, year or two before I started doing the podcast thing. And like I was all stoked. Like I think we both became affiliates around the same time. Like you yeah. started streaming when I started. Like you and I were very similar times around that because I remember like we were both like we got 10 viewers. We got 15 yes. viewers. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> Great. Uh, so it's super cool to see the different paths that we went down. And uh, yeah. I don't know, man, it, it is it is cool, though. Like when Bungie featured you, I was like, hell yeah, man. Well deserved. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man, you've you've kept this like positive, helpful, fun vibe the entire time. And and I think that that's that's something that's important for this community to have, you know, like, I don't, I don't have any other way to be. <laughs> so, so like, uh, it's, it's, just, um, it's one of those things where it, that was weird. The bun, the bungee focus thing was weird. Um, <laughs> and, and it came at a time, like I got partnered shortly after that. It was like, I, I'll never forget. It was December 28th, 2021. Was when we did a uh, charity campaign for Second Helpings uh, to raise money for them. And I was all nervous and worried. And I was like, 
are we going to be able to to raise the amount that I like set the target for? And I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm sweating and like, and we, we hit it. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and then like, and then fallout hits with like a major like raid. And th- that weird coincidence, then a couple weeks later hit with like the bungee spotlight thing. Yeah. And then I was on DCP live. And then like a month after that, uh, like about a month, it was like March something. I was partnered on Twitch and it was just like this weird, crazy wave. And then I got depression real bad. (laughs) And then then that's, that's how it went. But yeah, it's, 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 it's funny that you say that like, it's good that we're all here because I feel like that's, that's something that like, there's there's an older community that I think we all remember that kind of feels more close knit or maybe we just like we're really we really shepherded our timelines very well. We we coordinated or we um yeah, coordinated them well and, and made sure that they like they kind of had uh people that we would want to talk with in them. And now it feels like the game has become so huge and the community has grown so massive that while there's still those pockets and there's still those places we, we see in, invading forces <laughs> from, from all angles that maybe we're like, you don't deserve that emblem. And it's like, okay, all right, chill. And we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. I put down my pixels. Now you put down my wife. <laughs> Oh, that's super cool, though, man. Um, how is uh, how is being partnered on has let me rephrase that has being partnered on Twitch changed your streaming experience? Um, it is pretty much exactly the same. It okay. is it, like it is literally a check mark. Yeah, it yeah, is just the thing. It's just a group of pixels that they put next to your name, and they're like, "You're partnered now." It's like, cool. Do I get paid more? And they say no. Um, <laughs> that, that's, that's that's the main thing of it. Uh, I have gotten a few more opportunities, like with a couple of different brands and stuff since. Oh, that's cool. Which, which has been nice. Like, um, it, I I was like, oh, like, uh, and then I was gonna go into a. a Pitch thing, and I was like, we don't that care. Feel, yeah. no, no, that no, no, dude. That doesn't no, feel no. right. We, that we doesn't very much, feel good. This isn't my show. You, I'm no, a no. guest. No, we are we are all about like we we hold no no restrictions on self-promotion on this. This that's the point. Okay, man. so anyways, like, I got these yeah. glasses. Okay. Yeah, you see yeah, these yeah, glasses? These yeah, glasses yeah. right here, they make me look like Cyclops when I put a clip on them, and they're from Gamer Advantage. Ten percent <laughs> off when you use my name. At checkout. Oh, yeah. there. Now I feel dirty. Thanks. <laughs> you should. You should. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm going to edit that out anyways. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> that's that's good. a I trick. Like that. I like that. That's Please do. Please do. Yeah, I, I say that it's all okay. And then like I get to that. It didn't spark. I'm like, ha ha ha. <laughs> basically, I, I'm God now. <laughs> <laughs> we basically just like mix what you say. So it's just five minutes of you praising us, telling us how good you we are. And then oh, that's yeah. like, that's our podcast every week. <laughs> yeah. The, mine is the, the exact opposite. It's whenever I receive praise, I'm very quick to edit that out. I'm like, okay, that's coming out of there. 
We can't get this thing get too big now. We gotta just keep rolling. So I don't know, man. I thought it was pretty cool when Lego called out that he uh, frequents going to your podcast when he's gonna listen to something like that. Had to feel pretty cool to like. I mean, yeah, because it's always it's always nice to like. It's always nice to have your work recognized by mm-hmm. people that you that you enjoy, and by your friends and by your peers. But like, it's not ne- like for it's not necessary for me. I grew up in the Midwest, <laughs> and, like, yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, amongst friends. <laughs> okay, yeah, thanks, thanks, but I gotta go. And then you walk <laughs> this way. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I really appreciate that. Do you need this shirt? Because like, yeah. I'm, I'm warm. You look cold. Uh. <laughs> it was it was immediately like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm gonna edit that out. We're gonna move on from here. It's gonna be fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, I totally get that, man. It is funny. We're weird. We're weird people. We like giving compliments, but don't take them well. <laughs> yeah, D- like. <laughs> I, if I have a toxic trait, it's not being able to take a compliment. <laughs> awesome. This is going to be so much fun, dude. Nips, are you ready? Uh, <laughs> like, oh, we got God. like two hours. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. What well, else I like for? the color blue behind you. How did you pick out that exact color blue? Which no, one? Just, this color blue? It's just so good, Dan. Your eyes are so good at picking out blue. So here's purple? the... I hate it. I hate this blue. <laughs> this blue came with the house. This came with the apartment. So Jenny and I, we were looking for apartments back in 2017. We might not have spoken since then. So I just want to, I want to lay I think this it scene. Was, okay? It was like in the nineties when we had you yeah, on. It's been yeah, a while. We, yeah, yeah. It was 1998. Yeah. Goodwill hunting had just come out. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> we were, Jenny and I were moving out of the band house that I was in previously <laughs> that we were both living in previously. And we had, <laughs> <laughs> we lived with my, with my three of my band members in this huge house like in this neighborhood that was up and coming and uh we were like we gotta get our own place and we gotta get a mattress that isn't a twin and so we, <laughs> we we went looking around and a couple of the places that we had seen online were just like not working out and then we found this place and be, because the guy was cutting, mowing the lawn in front of it, and it just had a for, uh, handwritten for sale sign, and we're like, we're totally not going to get murdered here. Let's talk to him about renting this place. <laughs> and, and this became my office, and there's holes in the wall up there that we're not going to get the deposit back for because I nailed this thing up there originally, and I was stuck <laughs> in the corner like a like a pilot with all of my with all of my gear. And so it made it hard to get to the door. But, you know, during the pandemic, you, like, upgrade your office and stuff. But I hate this blue. This blue came with the house. That blue is actually, get this, it's a red. It's a red that is projected onto the the blue. And the blue is so blue that it actually makes it more blue. I don't know how that works. Weird. That's amazing. Yeah. Dude. Weird. Yeah. I, I feel you, though, on the color thing, like... Mm-hmm. As you can see, I have this uh, green screen wall behind me, mm-hmm. but I don't stream anymore. And I put my sh- <laughs> and I put my shoes up on the wall, so yeah. like, I'm definitely not using the green screen anymore. It is a nice green, though. Like that is, I feel like that's a that's the inside of an avocado green. It it, it works well. It's kind of like the the lighting is off. It's, yeah, 
it's it's because of the lights that I have. It's it's definitely mm-hmm. like a green screen green, not as dark mm-hmm. as yours. Um, but yeah, I this is this is a, a summer <laughs> project for me. <laughs> I, I feel your pain, Dad, because I definitely need to put like a different color behind me now that I don't use that feature at all. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's going to take your whole weekend to take all of your shoes off the wall, and yes. then you'll have to paint the next weekend. And then another weekend to put all the shoes back up on no, the wall. No, see, the, here's the problem: is that I also work from this office when I'm at home, and then we have the podcast and gaming. So, mm. like, the reason I I haven't done it yet because I I'm I'm gonna be like like frugal with my money and That's use the happen. leftover paint that my kids used for their bedrooms. Uh, I have to do it in like two or three days, like. So I haven't tackled it yet because I know it's just gonna be a lot of really annoying work for like days. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, back to back to your pixels. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I know, dude. I'm I'm stoked that you got the partnership, though. That's that's yeah, that's hard work, well deserved. Because man, how long? When did you start? Did you start in like 2014, 2015? It, it had to have been somewhere around there, right? So it was five years. Well, I mean, how many years? So I quit smoking when I was 30. I'm 36 now. I think I'm 36 now. So it's been like, it's been six years uh, because I started streaming like three days after I quit smoking. Wow. That's brave. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, it was something that kept the hands busy. Yeah. No, I and, feel you. And so like, uh, so yeah, I, I did that. So it's been 2017, 27. Okay. Is that right? That, may, that makes sense. Or, right. No, Probably. no, it's 2016, 2016. Today will be this year will be seven years. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, cause you were already streaming when we started the podcast. Cause I had our, mm-hmm. I had been streaming. Um, yeah, man, I, as someone who, who quit smoking for like a good 19 years of my life, um, mm-hmm. that first week is always difficult. So like to be streaming three days in like three days is typically the point where I knew if I made it three days, like I had a good <laughs> chance of making it like a, a few months before I made the mistake of picking up a cigarette at a bar or something again and starting <sighs> all over. Yep. For um, me, it was like a month. It was, it was like, I was a real bastard that month. Yeah, that first yeah. month. And then like after that I was fine. But like you still get weird dreams about it. Like do you get do you get the like the smoke? I like dreams? To smell the smoke still. I walk by yeah. and somebody's smoking and I'm like, man, that smells good. Uh, I remember what if that. I just yeah. what if I just bum a smoke off of this person? And it's been yeah, I mean it's been two and a half years since I quit this time, but I had like a five mm-hmm. year run where I quit like I've quit like 700 times and done a pretty no, good I mean, job, <laughs> but like, yeah, but for me, it it's works. still, yeah, like still the smell of it. It's just like, people are like, oh, that smells gross. I'm like, yeah, gross. Let me just go talk to that person <laughs> just a little bit. Give me, give me a hit of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I first started trying to quit in 2002, I think. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until two years ago that it really clicked. Like I cannot mm-hmm. stand the smell of smoke. I like it just does not appeal to me at all. But it was mm-hmm. like a very solid like 19 years of like quitting and failing quitting. Um, yeah, shit's hard, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, my I usually get dreams about smoking when I'm super stressed, and that usually means that I have some sort of like weird deadline that I have to hit. And like, I w- I worked on a project last year uh, over the summer, and it was like the deadline was coming up for it, and the week beforehand I had so many dreams of just like sucking down like just a pack of cigarettes <laughs> like so like funny. a madman yeah and like i gotta get this shit done and like oh can i i i cursed anyway it'll fine it's fine you can edit it out if you want to but, oh no no, no, no. we're 18 right, plus right, right. yeah yeah all right yeah. good uh but the um yeah it's just uh, you had i it's weird how your brain still like works and connects those things together and then trauma anyways that's really interesting. I don't I don't know if I've I don't know if I've had a dream. Like I definitely don't remember having a dream about like mm-hmm. specifically about smoking, but um huh, yeah, that is that is interesting. I uh it is funny. I I've taken I've taken kind of a couple weeks off. Like we we do a fitness thing in our Discord. Mm-hmm. Um Dad Tales started it a long long time ago. And uh, that helped a lot of us. And then we kind of continued it. And mm-hmm. uh, so so this month I was like, I'm going to drink a lot less alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm not going to like do any edibles or anything like that. I'm just going to like, you know, just be as dry as I can in May. Mm-hmm. And man, not not dabbling in the edibles. Like I've had some pretty crazy realistic dreams <laughs> like the past couple weeks. Like where I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sober instead of California sober. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, cool, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, it is funny though. It's funny how like that stuff kicks back in, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it old responses. It's old. It's old learned behavior and all that, and it just things happen. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. So you also. How long have you been doing the Destiny Digest podcast? Because you you've had it like you've had a couple transitions with podcasting like over the years. Maybe we should let's let's approach it that way. Oh. Yeah, I, it, the last time you were here was uh, March of 2018, so I feel okay. like people who are listening to the show may not even, I mean, they probably know you because they play Destiny. Not through, but, not yeah. through us. <laughs> but not through us. Um, so not through us. They know you because of who you Yeah, they know you because of your hard work, not because of anything we did. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe this is the thing that takes off. It's like, you know what? I should up yeah. on Potato Thumbs Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so March 2018, holy cow. So that was right before either I had just started at Planet Destiny or right before. It was it was right before, I think. I think yeah. it was right before. I think you were still doing your own thing at that point. Yeah, I was doing SideQuest Sunday, and that's where I would invite people in. And yes. it was one-on-one creator conversations, and then we'd do like five-minute uh rpg is what i called it but really yes. it was like yeah, D without dice and yeah. i would just make i would just make up everything that was happening i really enjoyed and, those dude those were so funny i totally <laughs> forgot about those oh my god they, they just, so it, it just it just went off the rails really hard yes like yes it did 
anytime we did that. And so, uh, yeah, then I joined, I, I lost my job and then I joined, then planet destiny came around, uh, after, after they had that weird falling out thing yeah. where like the, the previous manager was doing weird stuff. Allegedly. I'm just going to, I'm uh, for the folks at home. If you can't see the video, my fingers are in, in hand quotes and I'm saying allegedly, so I'm covered. Right. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> and then like moon took over and I started working on the show with TBL and Nim, and that was, I worked on that, uh, w- until that was last September. So four years working on planet destiny almost every week. Like there was weeks where we, we would take off or like toward the end there that last year we, we went on a every other week schedule just cause there's not like when you're on a show that talks about the news of destiny, I'm sure you guys feel this a little bit. There's not always news yeah, there's some and weeks destiny to talk thin, about. Which is, yeah. Yeah. yeah which is why we started from... doing music episodes while we had like yeah. the, the stretch of, doing a fast and the furious movie every month or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. That bought us a full year. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're diversifying it up. You're getting like, you're, you're moving some things around and, and right. making sure that like, you're able to produce what you enjoy as well. Like, yeah, cause a hundred percent. Yeah. So it with, with destiny, we weren't able to crank out like a new episode every week. So we just went every other week and we had a, something to talk about. Um, what, and in between there, I, I did like Beardo, which was kind of like a, a second cousin to SideQuest Sunday. And then um, with Destiny Digest, Destiny Digest was kind of a weird thing because I actually had done it once before in 2019. And I was like, I'm going to produce a podcast that is three to five minutes every day of Destiny news. Because like at that time, it was like, oh, okay, there's like some sort of community thing here or. It would just be like a little quick bite thing that would be produced every day. And then I would send it out. And that was right around the time where Luke Smith started doing, uh, his, <laughs> his director cuts. And so I would read the entire director cut as like an audiobook almost. And those would end up ballooning out to like half an hour to 45 minutes, just strictly reading verbatim what was going on in that <laughs> blog post. So I was like, this isn't, this is okay. Well, like people are in, people are saying that they like it. So I'll keep, keep doing it. And then I had like two or three other people like hit me up and they're like, Hey, we would like to help you with this thing. If you, if you like can't produce it every day. I was like, that sounds great. And so I taught a lot of people how to edit it. And I taught a lot of people how I wanted the format and everything. And we did that for a month and it nearly like my mind nearly melted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because because yeah. like you're, you're pretty, we were producing, like we were doing, I was doing at least an hour of two of research. And then when I was recording, I, I don't know about you guys, but when, when I'm trying to record myself, uh, either into a camera or at the microphone by myself with nobody else speaking to me, I go, well, shit, my brain just dries up and I end up having, I'll do long pauses. And then like you try to do a second take of something, but you don't have any script. You're, it's all off the dome. And you're like, well, what did I say five seconds ago? Oh my, oh my God. God. That's so great. 
my it hits really close to brain. home. <laughs> yeah. And so like, so I was doing that. And so it's an hour or two of research. It's at least half an hour recording that five minutes. And then you got to edit the five <laughs> minutes. And I didn't have the tools I have now. I have tools now that take all that work out of it. Right. So if there's silences, I don't have to go in and meticulously go, okay, click and cut and click and cut. I now have a thing that I just throw files into and it makes all the cuts for me. And it's like, is this okay, daddy? And I'm like, yes, son, this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. Awesome. And uh, it, it, it cuts like at least half of the file size down because all the pauses are out of it. And then I have to go through and edit, but like, anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, so I did, I did that for like a month in 2019 and uh it was it was it was weird it was genuinely with green green eyed music lover was a part of that she did the, the they did the like lore bits on wednesday there was like a the lore bag or something like that and she would she would do like a quick bite-sized lore thing just to kind yeah. of slide into it which also helped balloon the size of the episodes up by like two or three. Like it was a whole thing. It was, it was anyways. Uh, so when I, we found out that planet destiny had been sold, which that has been going on a lot since like the pandemic, uh, to various different, uh, IPs where you don't own <laughs> the brand that you're working for. And, uh, so planet destiny got purchased and we got the news in like July and they were like, <laughs> they basically let us hold our own celebration of life for it. Cause like they were like, well, we're not investing anymore in this. So you're like, I, I was one of the few paid positions at yeah. the channel. Cause I was, I was editing the, I was doing all the production on the podcast and also editing it. So it was going, going out the next day. And so they're like, well, we're not going to pay you anymore past September. It's okay. Well, if we're, if we're calling closing shop in September, then I want to, I want to keep doing this stuff, but I want to do it differently. And, and instead of just like doing a live show of the news every week, it'd be like, okay, the news generally isn't that long. It's usually five to 10 minutes. I can still do that kind of destiny digest initial thought that I had in 2019. I can yeah. still take that idea and put that at the front of something. So if at the end of the day, that's just the episode, that's fine. 10 to 15 minutes. Perfect. Um, and then I, then I was like, well, maybe occasionally I'll do panels and stuff. Maybe occasionally I'll, I'll have a guest or two. And it was, the thought was always to do like half an hour to an hour with a single, single guest and then up to two hours max of like uh, panel interviews. Cause I like having done that on PD for so long, you kind of get a feel for, and you guys probably have this too. It's like when you have, when you have one guest versus two or three guests, your size balloons <laughs> exponentially. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah exactly. Like, and like, then you're like, Oh, well then when do we do the, how many, how many questions do we audience questions? Do we do like, if we, if we feel like we fulfilled it already, do we ask that question again? Like, and so it was kind of like that. So 
I've been trying my best to um, make it as honed of a production as I've ever done and really thought more about like how I would make the show before even recording an episode. And so in August started that PD uh, went to its new, (laughs) new owners in September. And I, I just kept, I kept doing destiny digest. And along the way, like, uh, Azefa, who is a friend of mine, um, who was like very supportive during the partner push. Uh, she offered, she was like, Hey, like if you need somebody to like help get guests or anything or to like pitch ideas off of, like, let me know. So I brought her in a, on a producer role and she sits in on just about every call that we, as long as I remember to put it in the discord, <laughs> as long as I remember to put it as an event in the discord, she's in the call. And she has really good insight. She's been in the in the um, community for a long time too, and so we're kind of this like I I'm I'm the guy in front of the camera, and, and she's she's the person who's like, hey, you forgot to ask this question. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that, rad. Like that kind of thing. And that's so, um, yeah. Then we started doing like started doing focus panels. Uh, in the first season where we did like the state of PVP and PVE. And then we did one of, on Gambit, but nothing has really changed in Gambit for quite <laughs> some time. So I didn't do that this, this, this time around. Uh, but we just got done with our second round of the state of PVE and PVP um, uh, panels for season of the defiance. And like the PVP one was last week and the PVE yeah. one's going to be coming out tomorrow morning. I'm actually oh nice. R- like right before I hopped in the call, I was like, okay, I've got the video rendered. That's good. That's ahead of time from last week when I wasn't even <laughs> able to stream because I had to do major surgery on all of the audio <laughs> and oh, like man. for the video. Cause I'm trying to edit the video first now instead of just audio. So I'm, I'm, putting everything together in DaVinci Resolve and then stripping the audio out of it in Audacity in order to push that to podcast th- feeds. And then the the video goes up on YouTube. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it backward, <laughs> but, like, this is... It's it's the only way that s- tends you to make to, sense. To you me. have to find your, fl- your own workflow for it, though, man. Like... Yeah. I think that's important because you understand your tools and you understand how your brain works. And that's, that's important Mm -hmm. for, for the flow of the show. Like we, we've jumped around for sure, just on how we record and what software we record with, which changes Mm -hmm. like the workflow of how it's edited. Yeah. And uh, And when Derek says we, he means him. He's (laughs) this is episode 304. We've probably done another, 20 or so other offshoots and stuff like that. Yeah. I have edited exactly zero of them. I have been in charge of recording exactly zero of them. Um, I show well, up and like, get to talk for a few hours and then it magically shows up on the internet for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's like, so like I had a lot of people ask me about like how I produce or how I make destiny digest or how I produce that show. And it's yeah. like so vastly different than what I did for planet destiny. When I planet destiny, it was going out live. So it was like, 
I could ship that out live and everybody was sending their recordings into me and we were using Craig and Giark, but we were also trying to capture the discord call in the overlay. And at okay. the time Craig and Giark did not like hanging out in the call and they would just buzz off and yeah. that would change. I didn't know about that secret little three dot until you showed me just now. I wish I'd known that sooner <laughs> because it messed up so many overlays. There were so many like streams on PD where I had to do live triage, live triage wow. on the thing to like try to make sure that everybody's face was in the right hole. <laughs> and oh, that's so like, terrifying. Yeah. And so that's it was a like, lot. That's that's my nightmare. And so I was like, you know what? We're just going to bypass the Discord video altogether. We're going to do Video Ninja, which if you haven't checked that out, that's a pretty neat piece of tech. I can show you that after the show. But uh, <laughs> it's and it like it's just like it turns your camera at source into a it, it just gives you the feed at source so you can stretch it however oh, you need nice. to in OBS. So yeah, you're not like uh, you're not taking the Discord call as a source, but each individual video as a source, like their own audio tracks, right? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, nice. it does that. Well, it does that, and then like in OBS, I'm actually I have a live mix that I that I have, and that's that's pretty set and standard. I don't really have to mess around with that much. Then I have Craig and Giark in the background recording because if the OBS if OBS goes down and I don't get that recording, I'm going to need two backups. <laughs> and, yeah. like, and Craig and Giark are wonderful. This is very inside baseball for anybody listening to the show. <laughs> and I, like, I'm so sorry, but at the same time, I hope you're learning something. Yeah, and, there's people like, learning some for sure right now. Yeah, so like for, for the OBS thing, that's my main mix. That's the thing that I do. Like if you are listening to the podcast, that is that is what I record in. And now and I used to strip the audio off of the video and put that in audacity in order to like chop things together. But now I'm just doing it in DaVinci Resolve. And it's so much weirder because I'm not I'm not a video editor brain. <laughs> it is I, I'm I'm trying to slowly get into that process, but I am getting I've I've been doing it for two weeks and already cut my time in half with this week's episode. Nice. So it's that like awesome. okay. Cool. That's important. Yeah. It was yeah. fun listening I, to uh Tom last week talk about because he's like a, a video editor in real life. So he comes mm -hmm. and does his uh YouTube videos and talking about the way he breaks it down and then like Oh, see, it sounded so easy, even though it sounded like he did a lot of work. And then, you know, you talk about your learning experience and it's like, oh, no, it's not easy. It's it's a yeah. lot of overhead. Even even if you know what you're doing, it's a lot of overhead to make those. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. I don't know about Tom and, or and if like they went to school for this. I didn't go to school. I, w I went to art school, man. And I dropped out of art school. And then I went to like. <laughs> Then I went to the University of Rock and Roll for 10 years and I never looked back. And, and now like now I'm in in this in this production world and so I've I've been a semi pro for a long time with Planet Destiny because it was like I kind of had to learn a lot of stuff real quick to make sure that the quality of that show kept kept up. And then it was like, well then what what else can I do to help make that show better? Like what, yeah. what can I do to keep pushing, pushing myself so that I'm intrigued by it production wise and the audience likes it at home? Like, how can I keep doing that? And it's basically now 
that has bled into uh, Destiny Digest and just fidgeting with little stuff. I I messed around with a tool <laughs> this week. I found I found this thing on uh, this extension on OBS or this plugin for OBS, and it's an automatic switcher, so that. <laughs> I would capture I would capture the video ninja feeds. It would have the microphones in there, but I would mute the microphones. But the plugin still listened for those, and if the microphone hit a certain level, it would switch scenes to put them in the forefront. It's base I'm basically re recreating Zoom. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nice. Was like, like it was it. like the idea. And I was like, this is so freaking cool. And then I'm like, I'm never going to use it. Like it's <laughs> like sometimes you just go down a path and you're like, this is a cool tool, but it's going to make it so much harder for me to do my job because I'm going to be worrying about if it's going to be flipping in and off of somebody, somebody's oh, face right, and right. giving somebody a seizure. Like, I or don't like know if, if someone has the problem with those, those uh, plugins too, is if someone has a weird tick or is hitting like a specific note or a background noise, like yes. or have a buff hamster running in the background. Yeah, 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 exactly. All of a sudden, oh, like tell. Their, head, their head is just constantly like pinging in front. We had yeah. a, we had a friend on and uh, his hamster, his hamster put in a cardio workout for a solid three hours. Uh, sprinting uh, on the hamster wheel in the recording. Room. Hamster, <laughs> it was, and it was squeaky. It was a squeaky <laughs> hamster wheel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, Again. Anyways, that's my history. I'm sure that's not what you bargained for. It's funny though, man, because we I was I was thinking like we did some before we did Skype and that and that actually helped me remember because we we looked at doing this the Craig bots when we yeah. first started because um, um they're much better now than they were yeah, even a yeah. year ago. Well, dude, when we when we first started looking, they were horrible. They would constantly drop. Um, yeah. What was what was Bushman's Bob's podcast? Was that Destiny, Destiny Down Under or Destiny Attic? Yeah, yeah, Destiny yeah. Attic yeah. used it, and they introduced me to it. Um, and I was like, it's cool that it records in Discord, but I can't have a bot drop. Like that, yeah. I just can't. Ha- that's not an option. So then we start doing like Audacity, and we'd have people that had PCs only on. Yeah, yep. and then you yeah, and then you clap, and then people send you your files. But the problem is, if their PC was not up to par, then their timing got off. So or if the file was a different megahertz. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So if their settings weren't right, or if their PC couldn't handle it, like so, we started running into issues where I was literally stretching words and syllables and cutting oh, spaces. Oh God! And like, yeah, and oh, I was like, why? I can't. I can't do this. So then, and we also didn't That's like dedication. That. I don't have. <laughs> well, well, and then we also didn't like that that no one else could get on the call. So we're like, well, let's go to Skype because Skype yeah. is on Xbox. And then it then now anyone mm-hmm. with a PC or anyone with Xbox can come on the show as long and they're mm-hmm. all gamers, so they have some sort of headset, right? Right. And it's free. That was the other thing. It's yeah. free. So we started doing Skype, and we paid for a a software. Um, to record Skype because you couldn't do it in Skype at that time. Right. And then that software stopped pushing like quality updates. And then that timing started getting off. Uh, and that so, was even worse. It felt like. Yeah, yeah. So then Rob and I, like we had three episodes in a row where I think I spent five to seven hours editing, 
the last half hour of the show because it would hit to like an hour, hour and a half, and then it would just timing would be off. And I'm yeah. just like moving words around and trying to like make laughter and like comments make sense with yeah, what the yeah, other people are saying. Yeah, you're trying to make saying. it seem like a natural thing, but you're Which just is hard. reconstructing a moment. Yeah, and then, oh. laughing before the joke is even finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. And then like, like a Tim and, and Eric sketch. <laughs> and you would you would think like you would think that you have it, and then like you start listening, and then the timing is like slower now, it's, and you're like, and wait, it's no, off I have to somewhere. I have done that before, and I vowed never to do it again. Dude, yeah. So so then we we who who do we record with? We recorded with someone else, and we went back to these bots because they're like mm-hmm. better now. And then the bots transferred ownership and the new owners are amazing. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, I had, so I stopped. (laughs) It was one of those things where for destiny digest, I was still having people send me, send me stuff. Yeah. Uh, for like the first few months, first couple months, I was still having people send me stuff because I didn't feel comfortable with Craig and Giark. Yeah, oh, like, I understand that. calls yeah. and stuff. And uh and I was like Okay, they Craig and Giark worked so started working so well that I was like, "Oh, okay. Then I'm I'm not going to have anybody send me files anymore. We're just going to yeah. save everybody the time. I I've made like a Google sh- Google form that I send to everybody that tells my expectations what they need toolbox toolkit wise and then uh it's a it's a form that like they tell me all their information so I can go around and snoop on their bungee account before we, before we talk but the um uh the first episode where I was like okay nobody's going to send me nothing was in December and I had impetus from player uh podcast versus enemies I had Gotham from D2 Foundry after they had just kind of popped up uh, Mm -hmm. with their tool, like probably like about a month or two after they they started their tool. And then I forget who else I had in that call. Um, But it was like, it was an okay episode. It was, it was fine. Nobody kind of knew each other. So it was like a little bit awkward. Mm -hmm. And then um, OBS crashed on me. (laughs) <laughs> oh no and then and then i i was like so f- uh, i i was like okay well i'll just start it back up because like normally like it'll it'll do like a backup for me it yeah. didn't do that and the six days had passed on craig and giark so i had my oh, first no. ever first ever lost episode after like being all like Okay, nobody's gonna send me nothing. Like after after making that <laughs> oh, proud no. exclamation, I had this lost episode, and I was like, "Ugh, <laughs> so, no, dude!" Like, so like, I'm glad that I didn't go back to like everybody send me stuff because like my computer would fill up with everybody's files, and I'm very bad at cleaning it. Uh, but like, it was a lesson, and that lesson was get to Craig and Giark faster. <laughs> If, if something's going wrong and that saved my ass on the PVP panel last week. Yeah. <laughs> so. <sighs> wow. That's hard, dude. Yeah. Oh man. man. We, we had, uh, we've had two, two episodes that were lost. I think Rob. Yeah. We had the ghost and Nessie one that we could yeah. never save. And then we had the 
Run the Jewel RTJ3 episode that we lost <sighs> that was super long that we recorded <sighs> and then you recovered it later uh, because yeah. of for some reason or another. Yeah, we it was really fucked up. We recorded we recorded three and a half hours, four hours. It was so long. Mm-hmm. It was such a long episode, but it was it was quality. Like, yeah, we we it was a really, really high quality, like content wise episode. And it saved the software we're, that we were using, mm-hmm. saved them as temp files, but never made the permanent files. <sighs> and so I went to edit it and the files were just gone. And so we got together and luckily it was with um, Cliff and Chuck and they they're good friends of the show. Mm-hmm. They opted to come back on and we re-recorded like <laughs> two and a half well, we've hours. Well, we've done this before. Surely we have all the same talking <laughs> points. Well, and, and the hard thing was like we referenced things, but it didn't have the same. It was good, but it didn't have like we had great energy and this was yeah, just good energy. Sauce. So yeah. everyone else loved it, but we knew we knew there that, was a better like, version of it. There, out there. Was be- <laughs> there was a much better version. And then the f- <laughs> And then the fucked up thing was like, um, like two months, three months later, I found the temporary files. I was doing something else. And like, all of a sudden this prompt popped up and I was like, what is this? Cause I had looked, I had scoured my whole computer looking for these files before I made them come re-record. I looked on the mm-hmm. internet, like I was searching everywhere and it, they were stored in some weird location and I found them and I was like, I just found like the lost episode in this weird temp folder that was hidden. So it didn't pop up with search results like, uh, yeah, so every I like good show has t- every good show has at least one yeah. lost episode. Yeah, every single yeah. one. And everybody has the war story like you have the scar from where it like got pulled out of your side (laughs) because that's how much life it took off of you. (laughs) Well, I think, I think the first one we forgot to hit record. I think that's what it was, right? That happens too. Yeah. Like we pulled up the software, but we never hit record, (laughs) which it's nice. Like the bots. I like the bots. They, yeah, everyone's on their own tracks. They're always in time. The audio. They announce when they show up. So they announce when they show up. You can see them if they drop. Uh, and just, you know, to all that it's credit, Discord has some pretty amazing filtering. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so like if someone has a bad microphone, it actually helps. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it can make people with less than ideal microphones more manageable to listen to. Mm-hmm. I wish they had had that when I was on uh, Destiny Tracker. But, but before we move on, I yes. just want to say this. I just want to say this. Everybody who's listening to the show. Stop what you're doing. Drop whatever's in your hands, be it phone, plate, child, drop whatever's in your hands. Drop whatever's in your hands and start waving at the sky and say, thank you, Craig and Giark, for making my favorite podcasters' lives much easier. (laughs) I'll I'll give you a few moments to do that, and then we'll continue. Well, after you finish that, make sure you go to... A certain site and use the uh, named Infinity to get your fancy glasses. What site was that again? OnlyFans. Oh, <laughs> to get your fancy Cyclops <laughs> glasses. 
dude, maybe we need maybe we need a potato thumbs only fans. Like oh, we don't bro. do the like, no, we don't you do the don't. Patreon. No, thing. you don't. You no, don't no, it need won't, it. But it won't be. See, but here's the thing: people think that you have to do the nudity thing. We can. We don't, don't have, have to do the to. nudity. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to. But I like it. Yeah, and so <laughs> like that's that's why I got the camera underneath here. Right, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm doing a know. lot of visual bits on an audio I, podcast. I, isn't it great? Is it, that's For everyone who's bigger. listening, that camera an- angle was flattering. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that, like one of the best parts about an audio only podcast for us is that we have the cameras on just for our purposes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody. But else it, does, it it helps. I think it helps. It helps survive. Like it, yeah. it just makes it more fun. So also when you have to have an emergency running away, like yeah. last week, uh, <laughs> the dog wouldn't go in his kennel. So I just had to like, I had to give the hands up and Derek's like, all right, I got to carry this. Cause Rob's disappearing for <laughs> five to six minutes. <laughs> that helps. That helps. Oh man. That's great, dude. I like it. <sighs> all right. So moving up a podcast, I have been wondering about this. Mm. You've been streaming for, we haven't had many folks who've been streaming much on lately. And so back in the day, we had a bunch of people. Yeah. And then we stopped for a while. But you've been going streaming basically for six years now, you said, going on seven years. Yeah. How do you get up for it every day (laughs) these days? Like, are you still having fun with the game? Are you, you know, I guess I'm curious as to, you know, how is streaming for somebody who's been doing it for a while. Cause you always get that rush when you first start something, but right. So for me, like I always enjoyed doing it and like it also, it like my production brain, the same as it is for podcasts is the same that it is for streaming. And so I'm, I'm constantly trying to think of ways to make the experience better for the audience. I mm. like, I used to be in bands and and like so that's always that performer aspect has always been a part of my psyche and uh to many people's chagrin on youtube uh part of the reason why i'm still here uh and so (laughs) (laughs) but um for for streaming i i genuinely enjoy destiny 2 like do i take breaks i just took a long one uh or for me for for me, what's long is like about almost a month, mainly because work was like, you have to work two Sundays in a row. And I was like, but that's my big day. And they, <laughs> uh, they still said, Hey, you got to work them. So, uh, I'm starting a petition and, uh, we're, we're taking down the bastards. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I see it as like, my community has done some amazing things. Uh, for me, for my com- my local community, like raising money for Second Helpings, which is a food rescue charity based out of Indianapolis, Indiana, um, and we we were all gathered around this game, Destiny Two, or like the Destiny games in general. And yeah. there's new people coming in all the time, and there's there's it's it's really easy when you enjoy it. Um, there have been times where I haven't enjoyed it and times where maybe some of my old workaholic, um, uh, tendencies, (laughs) let's (laughs) say, 
have like caused friction in my real life and I've had to like sit down and readjust that and those times haven't been great but like for the most part this is still one of the coolest fucking things I could do with my time is that I get to play video games strangers get to like come and hang out and we talk about the game that we love I help I do helps and everything too so I get to I get to play with a wide swath of people um and I get to play with my friends a lot. So like, I don't feel it's not, it's not something that I'm like, I get up and then I punch a clock yeah. next to my bed stand. And then I'm like, go right back to the salt mines. It's not, it's not like that. That's what I do when I have to go work the other job. Yep. Like in the salt mines. Yeah. I have a 20 hour <laughs> job that keeps the engine running and that's all it ever does. I had I had somebody ask me like, "Hey, so what are your future plans here?" And I was like, "Nothing. This is it. This is all I got. This is who who I am for you. That is it. I feel like what I'm passionate about is somewhere else, and it's not going to change. Um, and so like, that's that's part of it. Now, with that has come some some learnings, and that is like, uh. When we when we first started streaming, when we first started making content and stuff, right? It was common common sense at the time was to like always be streaming everything you're streaming. If you're playing a game, hit the button. You might as well yeah. get out there. People will show up and chat. They don't, but like the, the the thing is that like people were on that grind set, yeah. and it was incredibly unhealthy at the time for anybody who was doing who was actually doing that like hours and hours every day um i was tempered very early because i had uh, a girlfriend at the time now a fiance who um she was like okay i'm i have you have these two days and you've always had sundays for stuff like tuesdays and thursdays she had um she had grad school. So on those evenings, that's when I'd stream and I would stream until 10 because that is when she got home and I wanted like, or like a little bit before she got home. That way I was done. We could have a little bit of time together before we had to like go to bed. Yeah. And that was that, that's how my schedule is stayed to this day. I try not to do extra days. Although like occasionally I'm tempted and I'm like, well, I mean, I could do like a stream on Monday, but like, what am I going to do? Like, just sit there and talk to you? Like, that's fine. I'm not necessarily that dude. I, I like to have my hands in a lot of different projects. And generally, I can't, for like podcast stuff, I don't feel like I can do that in front of a crowd. And not have it be entertaining, at least. Yeah. And... Um, so like my, my streaming schedule has always been like three days. I think that's part, part of why it took me so long, <laughs> but the, um, I, I think the idea of doing podcasts, making YouTube content, I'm late to the YouTube game and, and as, and I'm very bad at putting TikToks out there. <laughs> so, uh, but that golden goose seems to have dried up. So. That's whatever. But like, it's, it's all about like, it's not necessarily about going live every day. It is about like making sure that you're 
fulfilling your own whims and wills while also not keeping all your eggs in one basket. And that's something that I think the next few years are going to be interesting. Uh, as millennials get older, I'm going to be 40 in like oh God, how a few you years. I don't know. I don't know, but I'll be a 40 year old street. like, I'll be a 40 year old streamer. Right. Yeah. And so like Gen Z, like how do they spend their time? Like, am I, am I just pitching to millennials or am I like pitching to Gen Z to like, where am I sitting? So that's something that I'm thinking about a lot more and trying to make more evergreen content for YouTube or like putting the, the podcast up there so that I'm working on something to practice my editing skills. So when I make evergreen content, I'm more well-versed in the tool. Um, that's, that's how I do it. I just like making stuff, man. I like that. Uh, like, I, I wish yeah. I wish someone would have given me the advice of not always being on Twitch. Because yeah. I think that that definitely led to me not wanting to do it anymore. Because mm-hmm. I, I like one of the things that like I was of that mentality. I was if the game is on, my stream is on. Yeah. Like that's that's where it's at. And then you, you run in time too, though. <laughs> Like, what's that? You need alone time too, though. Well, so, and, like, and the, the thing and that your friend I group is uh, not necessarily Twitch friendly all the time. If you want to hang out with some of the people in our group and have a Twitch stream, it's a little bit tough with the some of the words that get said on microphones during PvP. Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing the thing that I that was part of it was it wasn't that what our friends were saying. It was who felt comfortable being in my fire team mm-hmm. because I was always streaming. Yeah. So like. So like then you miss out on that whole hanging out with your friends all the time, mm-hmm. right? Because you have to put in the community time. Like you have to. If you want to grow, you have to help people you don't know. You have to make new friends. You have to be social. You have to get out there. Like that's that's part of the formula, right? Like no one wants to watch me play PvP with Hippo every single night of the week, right? Like mm-hmm. I might enjoy that, but they don't want to enjoy that. But like I wanted, I got to the point where I'm like, man, I only get like three or four nights to game at best in the Mm -hmm. week. And none of those nights are with my friends. Like every single one of those nights is focused on how many viewers show up to my channel. Yeah. And so like, Dan, I think that's rad that you figured that out because, um, I think that's important, man. And, 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 I do think that there's a lot of value in having your own personal gaming time and your own personal time with friends where you can be mm-hmm. idiots offline. Absolutely. Yeah. Like what so something that we've been doing in the Discord server is like Sunday nights used to be PD nights. Like that was I like seven o'clock would roll around and it's like Okay, I gotta go to Salt Mines. <laughs> no, I'm I'm Where's I'm my kidding. time card? No. <laughs> TV, where are you? Uh, but the, but uh, no, we would uh, like that was that was PD, and that was like that was two hours, and then like after that, I was I was editing, and so that time was away from friends, away from Jenny. Um, since PD's. Uh, gone away um like 
I've been doing we we've been watching a lot of Dimension Twenty in the Discord server. So like uh D D live play stuff. Okay. And and just they're they're kind of funny. The one that we're ro- watching right now is kind of like House of Dragons, but if it was in Candyland. And <laughs> so it's it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. It's pretty cutthroat, but it's it's pretty awesome. Uh and so the um we're watching that right now and we're we're bonding together while watching that. We're also like playing games and stuff throughout the week. And that feels a lot more, it feels a lot more like a community than, than when I was just putting go lives in other people's discords, Mm. you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be better about like my on time and my off time and my off time I want to spend it with friends. I want to spend it like playing games and and stuff. And uh, on time, I want to. I also want to spend it with friends and stuff. But I also like. <laughs> I like helping people, which yeah, is like yeah. a a big part of um, what my channel is. But you also have to have like that off off time, where it's like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna play dredge for a couple of hours, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fish up some weird demon fish. And I'm going to sell them to a guy on this harbor who does not like me. <laughs> and I'm going to do that for a while. I'm just going to sit. It's it's calming. It's relaxing. Uh, it's like Dorf Romantic if it had a dark side cousin. So, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you have to have those moments, too. And so, yeah. it, it's, it's hard to balance all of that. And in the seven years, I'm still struggling with it. <laughs> but I have a much firmer grasp on what what to expect at least i mean the cool thing is week to week you make mistakes not necessarily mistakes right but you you make choices Mm. and then you realize that you can make better choices and you learn from them and grow and it sounds like it sounds like you're doing a good job of of being aware of that and like doing something about about that to change it and that's cool and it's cool to hear that you're you're thinking about like, how do I push this envelope? Not in the sense of like, just spam it everywhere, but Mm -hmm. keeping it interesting and keeping Mm -hmm. you interested in it. Like that's, that's a good recipe. Yeah. So like I, I have found I'm not for everybody. It turns out. And I found that out. I don't know that feeling at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What do we want to listen to today? Uh, Kermit the Frog and Bearded Guy? uh... (laughs) Oh, man. They had that guy who will not. uh, What was it? Um, A couple of my favorites uh, were like when I first started on PD, they were like, God, what is up with this guy's laugh? <laughs> was was the, was the big one, uh, uh, and I got that a few times, and then people fucked off. And then uh, what, I was I I had the opportunity to be on DCP recently, and one of the comments was, "Oh, great, Dan and Frand are here. Nobody's going to get a word in edgewise." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! It was fucking great. That guy's probably miserable behind a keyboard. It's fine. I was on DCP. I had a great time. Yeah, that's, awesome. you know, it's funny, man. I still think that that's like, as someone who's been around, like, for a long time, like, it, 
DCP still has that like holy shrine to it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's so, I don't know, yeah. man. There's something there's something about that crew of people that you're just it's like it's still like a, it seems like such an honor to like get on their show, even though they're totally just normal oh, humans like us. Great doing, people, yeah, just they're, doing doing, doing podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're great people, and like they've they've been kind and gracious enough to have me on there twice now. I don't know why, <laughs> but like, but like they've had me on there twice, and it's been a lot of fun. I don't know why you guys have had me on here twice. For, frankly, like I I would have thought that you got your fill on episode thirty four, but uh, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> <laughs> all these years later so i don't know it's just uh i mean it's just super super grateful for anybody that gives me their time also like fucking youtube comments man <laughs> who gives a yeah. shit yeah yeah oh, that, i God, mean i can only imagine i yeah we we don't we don't have to deal with that that's that's pretty great um one of my so i'm gonna pause you before and and then and then we can continue oh don't worry i'll forget by then one of my favorite bits on any podcast is on the goods from the woods podcast. And they have a segment where they go through their song of the week and they're not listening to a song of the week. They are going to a song and then going to the YouTube comments and finding the most unhinged comments from each song. And it is phenomenal. Anyway, it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> I, you yeah, know, I, comments are awful. Like they're just, <laughs> just the worst. Yeah. How many do you think are real people and how many are bots? I think some of them are Russian psyops, but that's another conspiracy theory for later. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, Dan, I, I would have to assume that, that the hate that you get from people is people who really are like, not happy with themselves because you like, you're like a, positive like bubbly person and like you're that's you're, all like, that's all in the front that's all in the front on the inside i'm full of hate well right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. we're all midwesterners we get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Minnesota no, no, we're, nice is a thing <laughs> stop yeah. complimenting me get okay. away Dan. um your hair you could do better and i mean thank like you. thank you those glasses thank you. i mean they're cool but it looks like you got them on sale Gamer uh, advantage, gamer advantage. You know, if, you know. I'm calling the strike right now. If you also want right to get them on sale, enter Danfinity. Ten <laughs> percent off, baby. All right. Anyways, um, no, I mean that's that's always that's got to be my thought. Is people like see you and they're like, like, why is that dude so? Why is he so nice? Like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's. A, there's a difference between nice and kind. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I try to be kind more than I'm nice, but that's, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> it's not a bad way to go if we're talking about, uh, in all seriousness, you know, being kind is better than being nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> well, that's awesome, man. It's, uh, well, thank you. Yeah. It's been, it's been quite a journey for you. So it's, it's kind of cool. a journey for us. Yes. here in this in this call tonight it's been is, a journey uh, we've experienced many things i have to ask we found is out that... i have a camera under the desk <laughs> i know that was great is the uh bear in your background wearing a t-shirt of you holding the bear in the background because it's really tripping me out and i think that's exactly what's going on <laughs> let me explain so so that's a sloth head 
I yeah. purchased it at Walmart. Oh, it is before, a slot head. Yeah, okay. Before okay. I was let go from work, uh, I purchased that at a Walmart because it was twenty dollars and in a bin, and I was like, I must have this. Yes. I don't yeah. know. I I am a I'm an adult with money. I don't know what to do with it, and so I purchased this with that with that twenty dollars. That twenty dollars could have gone anywhere, but it went toward this, and that has brought the most joy to my community. <laughs> than, than I ever could have like just uh, like when I do charity stuff usually I'll have like a sloth head timer so it's like you put five bucks in and that starts the timer I put that I put that on for five minutes and so then people keep up in the timer for how long I keep the the sloth head on right yeah so the shirt <laughs> for for those at home listening oh, I hate that I you know what? I don't hate that I have to describe this. I did this. So there's there's a, a mannequin torso that has a shirt on that is a riff on on the Sonic Youth shirt, <laughs> where like where like there's these two kids and one of them's got his arm around the other and he's got the other one has like a cigarette. I'm oh, looking yeah. at it right now. Yeah. Yeah, so it is a perfect riff made by Dr. Jones on that. And I was like, it would be funny if I was the person who had the cigarette, but it's like a guitar pick instead. And then the person who had their arm around me was wearing the sloth head. I think that would be hilarious. And he pulled it off majestically. And so it, it this is my set for when I come on to podcasts or when I'm doing Destiny Digest or anything like that. So it is a set piece that I that I have curated here for you today, and I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you you noticed it. But yeah, it is it is wearing a shirt that has its own sloth head. On. Yeah, that's yes. great. I I, yeah. I like I don't I don't know what you were doing, but it was pretty early on, and I was like just like. I noticed it and I'm like, that kind of looks like Dan. And that kind of looks like like the head that is wearing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So side note, behind the scenes note. Um mm-hmm. yeah. When, we'll edit this out. Well yeah, yeah. Don't share this with anybody. No, top um, secret. But well, yeah, top secret. I'm only saying this into a microphone to two other people that are recording this for a live podcast. Uh, so, uh, so I went through a rebrand this year with D- Dizzy Delo. Wonderful, like Dizzy Delo. The Dizzy's designs, fantastic people. They do great work, and I'm grateful that they took on my project. Um, but I was, they were like, what kind of iconography would you want like for this thing? And I was like, well, I was thinking the sloth head. And I f- like found this way. There's this thing called polycam that you can put on your phone and you take you, you it's, it basically t- makes a 3d model stitching together photos based on okay. r- room data, like area data. And so I just went around it and like all over it took, uh, took probably like 200 pictures of this thing to make it so that it was this kind of mesh. And then I sent it off to them to include into the thing as a 3d element. And he goes, I'm going to give you an option with it and an option without it. And you just let me know what you think. I was like, okay, sure. So he sends it to me with it. (laughs) And 
it looked grotesque. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, like horrif- horrifying the the way it like it kind of like did this spin and then when it stopped it had like a little bit of volume so it like kind of did a wiggle and I was like <laughs> like I wanted to vomit like everything out when I saw that. I was like I have to watch it again and I watched it like four more times and I was like yeah that's not going to make the cut buddy. Okay. Yeah. All right, I got to let that dream die. I got to let that dream die. So Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I get it though. Like, you have so much love with the sloth, sloth head, yeah. and, and like with the community. So, like, you're like, of course, yeah, let's rebrand yeah. it. And then it's let's like ugly it. baby. You're like, oh god, can we can we put it back in? <laughs> <laughs> I never want to see that again. I'm burning my eyes. Can we please not do this anymore? <laughs> oh man. <sighs> um. Oh, that's cool. I hey, I really, I uh, I got to uh, catch the latest episode with Lego and Ascendant Nomad, and mm-hmm. um, um, oh my god, I forgot her name. Very small but, hat, Sarah. Yes, yeah. So yeah. Sarah, I I didn't know anything about Sarah, and I listened mm-hmm. to the episode. I'm like, oh, she's amazing. Like, I like yeah. her. She's yeah. she's great. Um, and uh, I appreciated that. It was really funny, and I don't I don't. Don't think anyone else would have caught this, but um, I, I was one of the last questions that you asked. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I got actually I got two from him. And Lego's like, oh, no, just do no, the no, one no, for no. everyone. Just, just do the one. Just do the one for everyone. Do the one for everyone. <laughs> and it just it makes me happy to know that he saw that I wrote the other one. Um, because he do. Yeah, between <laughs> between his Discord and massive breakdowns, they've been like trolling him to make a Riptide video. Um. <laughs> I figured there was something like that going on. I wasn't yeah. entirely sure, but I was like, usually when it's that pointed of a thing, I'm like, he's been on him for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he. Br- I mean, he brought it upon himself. I don't. Yeah. Did he tell us here, Rob, or did he? Did he say some in Discord? I don't remember. I think it was here when he was here. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, I don't know. It's been great though. Um, because no, no one should use that gun outside of PVP or (laughs) PVE. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I will say, I will say this, that reaction that you had to like Sarah coming on, that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I want. Like I, I want it to be like, there are, there are the same like few names and faces that you see going around like in and on podcasts and you you tend to get like uh this particularly like destiny podcasts you you tend to get the same like seven points of view like all the time so like with destiny digest it's something that i've been really i've I've been trying to bring on voices that you've heard before but also like mingling with them with people that you might not have yeah or somebody from the community that like has something to say that it doesn't necessarily stream. Um, and that's been an adventure of my own where I've been like, I, I'm trying, I think over the next few seasons, I'm going to start reaching out to more YouTubers because that is a blind spot in my entire, like YouTubers and TikTokers. I'm going to try reaching out to them because that's a blind spot in the community for me. Yeah. When not when I'm, I'm taking in content, like there's this guy named divide. He makes awesome, awesome build videos hadn't heard of him but he's like he's great he's phenomenal i want to i yeah. want to talk to that guy and then hopefully based on like what he says and how he presents himself 
you'll want to follow that guy and you'll, you'll want to learn more about his content. So that's, I already do. I love a good build video. Heck yeah. That's, (laughs) that's, that's the, like, that's what the show is about. It's like, it's going to learn this up myself. Tell me what I need to do so I can copy it. And then I can just go play with it. Give me the dim link. Give me the dim link. (laughs) You know, we, we kind of, we kind of had a similar realization early on. Like we, we really focused hard on the same formula that everyone was kind of pushing in our early mm-hmm. years. You know, we're like, we got, we got cami on and we're like, Oh my God, we're like, we're doing the right thing. And we got, yeah. you know, and those episodes are great. And like when yeah. those super knowledgeable people come on, it is an absolute blessing. And I think it's required like to have that right. Not required, but it's important to have that at least for us. But we are also mm-hmm. like, man, there's just, people in the community that are doing good things or Mm -hmm. smart or skilled and like, why not bring our friends on? Why not bring our community members on? Like, um, and so I think that's important. And I think that makes for really good shows because like people just amaze you sometimes, or they Mm -hmm. make just amazing guests. Um, we had, uh, you know, or, or it's just things like, like Tom Christie was on on this past weekend mm-hmm. and it was it was because like people had shared his videos with us, but then he had just posted a video on Reddit and I'm like, all right, I need to I need to just ask because this dude's hilarious <laughs> and I just want to I just want to sit down and talk with him because like yeah. I can't watch his video and not laugh my ass off. Right. <laughs> like, you know, or um, we had a uh, PK on and that was just. Mm-hmm. PK went on Reddit and I was just scrolling Reddit and it was like, oh, hey, this is a lo-fi remix I made of Destiny. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is great. Like, people need mm-hmm. to know about this stuff. And like, you know, I don't know, man. So I'm with you. It's it's I think it's fun to find those community members or just those people out there that make great things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just talk with them, get to know them. Yeah. So like this, this week I have, um, so I had Epic Dan above granddad gaming. I I, like Epic Dan's been on a couple of my shows before, uh, above and granddad. It was actually my first time talking to them outside of text. Um, and then, uh, talk QWERTY to me who has been kind of floating around the community for a while. I, I knew her from, uh, bonafide heroes chat and, she does she hasn't been streaming for very long but she's made like quite a a footprint for herself in the uh PVE low man and challenge arena for Destiny mm. 2. And so like I was like let's have her on like she's just as good as all of these other dudes <laughs> at like talking about the game at breaking down like what they enjoy about it. And so I've been really trying to make sure that I have that I just get people from all walks of life on there to like talk about their experiences. So. No, I think it's important, man. I think it's really rad. Yeah. I mean, the game's been around for so long and they've made so many changes. There's just, there's so many different ways to play it and get enjoyment out of it. So getting all of those having the old big tent feel for everybody to get in and talk about it is a, is it's fun because 
while you might be frustrated with something, there's probably somebody else out there who's enjoying it. And I've always mm-hmm. found that that enthusiasm is infectious too, which is, I guess, part of the reason why I enjoy watching your stuff from time to time. Because yeah. how dare you? How dare you, sir? How dare you turn this into a compliment? Back out! Back out! Pull up! I, I keep really? seeing all these like negative statements about how your laugh is annoying, and then you start laughing, and I'm like, and I feel better already. That's a good laugh. <laughs> so you're the guy on YouTube. I take it all back. YouTube comments mean everything. I'm done. <laughs> um. Hey, we uh, we have a we haven't couple... talked about Destiny a lit. No, no, that's fine. We don't see. That's the other thing. Like, we're very much just like whatever the fuck happens. Like, sick. We end cre- up talking about Destiny because we play Destiny during the week. Uh, we are Destiny tangent. Tangential as a podcast these days. Yeah, I like this like, about you guys. Let's go. Like it's it. You know, sometimes like it happens, and sometimes yeah. it just like whatever we just did for the past hour and a half. Like it just <laughs> like, like it was very entertaining. So why would we stop well, doing that? Well, we found out how I produce shows. We yeah, stopped yeah. the show in order to have everybody drop their drop their dishes. Drop their phones, drop their babies, so that they could thank Craig and Giark. We found out. We found out more about uh, Destiny Digest. Uh, We found out more about about your working. We found out a lot of stuff about each other today, and we got discounts on glasses, dude. Yeah, discounts (laughs) on glasses. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, no, okay. So I do we do have a couple questions that the community asked us and okay. uh I think some of these might be might be worth asking. Um only so some. I, I want to touch I want to touch on a couple of them um because uh in the in the in the sense of ridiculousness. Okay, okay. so um first question this is from Rafi. Do potatoes really have thumbs? Uh, Dan, this is for you being the expert on uh, thumbs and potatoes here in the room. So growing up yeah. on a farm in Indiana, in the Midwest, we yeah. grew many things. Yeah. We grew sheep. We also grew potatoes. And those potatoes, listen here, Rafi, those potatoes came out all thumbs. <laughs> all I knew it. I knew it. I don't I don't know if like I don't know if in the, I don't know how different regions of America handle that. Uh where I come from, we just pop those suckers off and put them in the stew, you know what I mean? We just pop them off. Yeah, the I heard the that stew. they make good fries. You know what? It, they're kind of ch- they're kind of like girthy for fries. Yeah. You do have to shave them down, and the potatoes do not like it. They just start screaming bloody <laughs> is, murder. Yeah, just at the look yeah. at their own thumbs being shaved down into into fries. I mean, what would you think, fluffy? Fingers? We 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 actually put them in the uh, in the bathtub when we shave them, so it's not really mm. screaming; it's more gargling. Oh, okay. So you drown them too? That's <laughs> yeah, good. it's important. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. potatoes yeah. are a nuisance. I, I mean, but they're they're easier to handle without the thumbs. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I got one. I got one from our good buddy Ghost again. He says, "Is there a particular song that gives you goosebumps? If so, what is it?" 
Yeah. It's a good one for Dan. It's a I know, right? 10 years in the, uh, <laughs> the school of rock and roll. Uh, he went to the University of Rock and Roll, good sir. Yeah. Please do not University, diminish it. sir. <laughs> do, do not I'm accredited. education. <laughs> I'm accredited. I don't know what I'm accredited with. I should probably see a doctor about it. Um, so uh, did I... What song... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I got yeah. to take okay. a look at something so, here. I was, I was thinking about this. Okay. I was trying to think about this. Um, right. Do you got your answer? I, ha- I have okay, my answer. Okay, good, because you got to wait, because now I'm talking. Okay, um, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I really, <laughs> I, I have to say, um, I really am a big fan of Regina Spector. Like, mm. I think I think her voice and piano stuff. Um, and she looks like your wife. And she looks like my wife. I think all of those things, because I'm looking at her picture as I'm listening to the music. Um, no, I think I think that that really like I don't know if it gives me goosebumps, but it definitely hits me in the feels. Um, yeah, I also that song from Donnie Darko, Mad World. Yeah, yeah. I, I think about the scene from Donnie Darko, like the the movie, like whenever I hear that. So I think I get I think I get the feels from that as well. Yeah, no, you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, were you, what were you? What were you thinking, Dan? All right. So there, um, there's a song. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the artist Jeff Rosenstock. Um, no. Not. Uh, hold on. I'm I'm looking up some lyrics here. Uh, so Jeff Rosenstock used to be in a in a ska band called Bomb the Music Industry in the early 2000s. Um, worked with I believe it's not Laura Veers maybe it's Laura Veers I don't know Um, but uh, so I became a fan of him once I hit 30 I started getting into punk rock I don't know what it was but I was like uh, in my 20s I was always too pretentious to like to even give it the light of day i was like it's indie rock or nothing and then like i was like (laughs) i'm a fucking idiot i'm a fucking dodo brain there's hip-hop out there i never got into hip-hop except for like those few years in middle school when i was listening hardcore to like hello nasty by the beastie boys i still know every (laughs) word uh and uh and my dad nearly beat that out of me <laughs> like because he was like a whaling or nothing guy. Uh, but then like so uh, getting into my 30s and getting more into punk rock and everything, uh, I started hearing more and more Jeff Rosenstock and I started really appreciating it uh, just a little bit before the pandemic started. <laughs> and uh, he has an album called Worry. Now, Worry is on the A side has like four or five singles on there. And then on the B side, kind of like, uh, the back end of, um, of like Abbey road or like, uh, like, uh, what's the beach boys album that has like a whole orchestral suite on one side where every song kind of flows into one. Anyways, the concept, the concept is, is the same. It's like, um, uh, 
the A side has four or five songs that are all linked together. And then the back side is just a suite of songs that, that are maybe a minute and a half, two minutes that just lead into one another. Oh, nice. Like just perfectly. And like one of those songs is like Hellhole is like, we don't need to live inside a hellhole. And we don't have to deal with all these assholes. Like it's, it's really fun. Uh, and, but the one song that gets me every time is, uh, it's called while you're alive. And it says, uh, I want to let you know while you're alive because everybody loves you when you die, but when it matters, they're not there. Mm, and it fucking yeah, kills me good. every time. And so uh, the the bridge into the next portion of that suite is um, it's not like the love that they showed us on TV. It's a home <laughs> it's a home that can burn. It's a limb to freeze. It's worry. Love is worry. And it fucking just my brain popped as soon as I heard that line. I was like, yeah, that is like love is worry. Like I, I like that, worried man. about. Yeah. So what, give what was the, the album name? Worry a listen. Worry? Give the al- the entire album Worry a Listen by Jeff Rosenstock. One of my favorite records, like Ooh, got ever. I, I got to see him live last year. Um <laughs> so I said like he did his ska thing in the early 2000s, I kind of lied because he put out an album in uh, 2020 called No Dream. And it's great. It's a really solid album. And then on April 1st, 2021, he was like, I'm putting out a ska version of that album called Ska Dream. And it front to back, it is ska rendition. Like he listed it on April 1st and he said it was coming out on 420. And so everybody was like, yeah, Jeff, that's a funny joke, but it came out on 420 and it awesome. had, like, it had ska puns for each of the different tracks. <laughs> and it's like, it was really good. And when I saw them, when I saw them live, this, uh, Philly ska band called cat bite opened for them. Uh, they're on bad times records. And then Jeff Rosenstock fucking blew the doors off the place for like an hour and a half. Ooh, that's a nice set too. Yeah. And like he opened and closed the the set with the same song, but one was the Scott version and one was the regular version. Nice. Oh, that's rad. It was was fantastic. It was really fun. Say what you will about Scott. It's coming back, baby. Hey, man. Um, You're preaching the choir here. I, I, like... (laughs) I grew up, I grew up on punk and ska. Like we, we were, we were in the era where we would get mailers and then we Mm -hmm. would request the, the tapes and the CDs like, like via mail. And it was, it was funny because when I met my wife, uh, she was from St. Louis and St. Louis Mm -hmm. had a really good ska scene back in the Mm nineties. So like, I remember going to her dorm room for the first time and I'm looking at her music and it's like hip hop and punk and ska. And I'm like, okay, like you have mustard plug. Uh, you have, <laughs> you have lag wagon. You have less than Jake. Like I, yes, this those is, are bands people. Yes, those are bands. <laughs> yeah. Like we're, this is great. We're gonna, yeah. this is going to work out. Uh, and she's like, yeah, well, you know, we we listened to the ska and punk like when we were growing up because they were local to St. Louis. And yeah. she lived she lived right down the street from um, 
uh, oh, it's right here, uh, from Vintage Vinyl, which is like a mm-hmm. big vinyl place out of St. Louis. So she had access to all this like great music that we in Minnesota had to like mail. <laughs> like, yeah. Forget, you know? So um, my yeah. parents were super religious. And so oh, yeah. like for a period of time, we couldn't like, we couldn't get music unless it was from the Christian bookstore. And my mom's probably one of my mom's worst mistakes was letting me get a five iron frenzy cassette. <laughs> and like, cause I wore that thing out and I was like, yeah. And like, it was, it was great. Uh, I found out about MXPX that way. And like, just fucking, fucking phenomenal shit <laughs> from, That's that, great, from that Christian bookstore. I, the, what was it? It wasn't, it wasn't the money. And boss tones might've been in there might have been, but no, the outsiders, they were called the outsiders and they were a Scott punk band as well. And like that they were in like the Christian bookstore. Yeah. Uh, it, it was very, very weird. The, the whole <laughs> Christian like record, label life because like you'd have to have like one or two songs about Jesus on there, but you could also have a song about dinosaurs roaming around (laughs) (laughs) that had a very heavy horn section and you'd be fine. Uh, weird. No, they opened up. It was dude. I worked. So I worked at a large venue in Minneapolis for, um, for like six, seven years and they opened Mm -hmm. up a Christian only rock venue across the street from us. Mm -hmm. And it like, Man, some of those bands would come and like they had they had like thousands of people outside waiting yeah. to get in. It was crazy. So there's I mean, there's definitely money in that industry for sure. Oh yeah, there's a lot of money in that industry yeah. and they know exactly where it is. Yeah. <laughs> they did a very specific South Park episode about that too, where did they oh man Carmen wanted to have a gold record. So he just uh took pop songs and replaced the word baby with Jesus. Oh my god! So, um, oh, amazing! And, and he turned out to be a huge hit, but he lost his bet because the the kicker is that uh, the Christian music industry doesn't give out gold records; they give out myrrh records. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. That's so dumb. Oh uh, god damn it! Good joke. Uh, good joke. Rob, Rob, what uh, what's your song? I don't know if I have a specific song. Um. But I, I know I'm a uh, sucker for a good key change in a song. Mm-hmm. So it'll get me the like, first few times. Like if one, Once you listen to a song enough times, you, you lose some of that uh, that impact of it. But the first time you listen to a song and like they hit that key change and it's like, okay, well, now I get some goosebumps on my arms. So uh, that way, uh, when it comes to like being emotional about songs, just throw happier on the list because of that stupid music video and I'm <laughs> I'm done. But beyond happier, that, happier, 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 the the Bastille marshmallow song uh, where the music video is like a kid growing up with their dog and then the dog dying at the end. Huh? So, I, so the song, like everyone knows the song, right? Because it was like a massive song a couple years ago. Uh, <laughs> okay. But if you ever watch the music video, it's just like this kid who's getting bullied and the dog's the only friend. And then she, you know, as you mm. do, dogs get older faster than humans so she loses her dog at the end towards the end of the song so that over the last couple of years when we've had so many pets die around us uh 
that song is a real kick in the groin. And yeah, I don't even need to. I don't even need to be watching the video to be like, yep, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> when we went to see, <laughs> when we went to see Bastille last summer, uh, they played Happier right. And this was like right after Karina's dog got diagnosed with cancer, right? Huh. So the dog lived for another year, uh, but she's just like sitting here bawling in the back row of the concert oh, venue no. because I'm just like. Well, we had almost made it through the entire show without this happening, but we knew that if they played that song, she was done, and I was going to be pretty close behind her, so. <laughs> um. Okay, so I think this one will be kind of fun. Okay. Uh, this is from our good friend Sweaty Spooks over at Blueberry Lounge. Heck yeah. Um, Hi, Sweaty. <laughs> he said, I'm modifying this a little bit uh, to, to fit the to fit this show. He says, each of you has been tasked with the honor of cooking each other or cooking for each other on separate dates. Uh, the way it works is you don't have a cap in terms of budget, uh, so you're free to cook as much or as little as you like. Uh, what are we cooking for each other? Um, Dan, you can go first. You can choose which one of us will cook. And then Rob, you can go next. You can choose one of the other two, and I will follow up with the uh the last person that I get for, for cooking on the state. Okay. So we're, you're cooking for one of us. You tell us I'm which one of us you're one taking of you. out on. Yeah. You're going to take one of us out on a date. You're going to cook for us. You can All cook right. and just assume that you have good cooking skills and as much money as you want. Uh, okay. So pick your person and let us know, uh, let us know what you're cooking. Okay. Fluffy, fluffy. Yeah. You've been a great host so far, but Rob, <laughs> Rob. So here's 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 what I would get. Okay, I would get about five pounds of pork butt. Okay, I just made this this past week and it was delicious. So I took five pounds of pork butt and I and I and I chopped it into cubes and I threw that into a slow cooker for eight hours with a bunch of salsa roja. Right, I found this on a, a mythical uh, kitchen video for meal prep. And so I, I put, you put that in there and you just let it sit for eight hours. Right. And so while that's sitting for eight hours, you get yourself a zucchini, you get yourself a little bit of, bit of uh, black beans and you put that in a skillet and you fry those up and then you put, you put that over rice. And then once that's done, once the pork butt's done, you put that over the top of all of that. That's what we're having, baby. It's good. Sounds amazing. 100%. Sounds good. I ate oh, it for seven days in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> as soon as you said you cubed up a pork butt and threw it in a slow cooker, I knew I was going to be happy. So yeah. it really doesn't matter what else you do there, but uh, you cook pork butt for eight hours. I'm going to be happy. Uh, yeah. All right. So I'm taking Derek out, huh? Uh, well, no, well, you can take me or Dan. See, so you, well, you well, get so a... If I take Dan, then you have to take yourself out in this situation. No, I don't I... want that for you. No, uh, I mean like no. In that kidding. situation, it seems like they could double dip, right? Yeah, like, you know what? You know what? Yeah. You can just choose either one of us. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, I didn't think through these honestly, rules that I made up. <laughs> uh, my meal is basically you know gonna fit the same size pan, so you guys can both come on over. Ooh, and I like this. I like this. But, I like this. Uh, I'm in. My go-to is uh, making paella. I love making paella. It is mm. so much fun. So you you know. You get all your ingredients prepped up. You get your paella pan good and hot, and you just once you start, you don't stop until it's you know in the oven, cooking, finishing off the uh, process. And it is 
you know, rice, seafood, a little bit of chorizo, and fantastic. Heck yeah. Oh, well, I think I'll just steal this idea of taking both of you. Okay. We have no oh, budget here. Oh, now I'm here. the dick. Now I'm yeah, the really. dick here. Like, Dan, I wasn't right, going to say anything. Fine, the slow cooker. Um, you know what? I take it all back. The slow cooker's mine. It's all mine. <laughs> I'm keeping it for myself. I'm not sharing it. You got seven days worth of uh, pork butt to work yeah, through. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're really winning here. I, so hear me out. Hear me out. I think this is going to be romantic, guys. I think you'll like this, okay? Okay, all right. All right, we got no budget. So I'm okay. flying us to this remote cabin in Canada. It's in the mountains. Is this it's, part of uh, the recipe? Yeah, this is it's part of the experience it's of the state. Part of, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, right. You're making yeah, me catch so, my own damn fish. So so it's a beautiful, beautiful summer day. There's no bugs. Perfect yeah. temperature. We're Those in the mountains. Right. Lots of lots of nature, right? Mm. I'm going to no get bugs. a pizza. I'm getting a pizza, guys. We're going to okay. get a pizza, right? And I take this pizza. And we're in Canada. Canada has uh, some different rules on their on their drugs. We're going to put mushrooms on this pizza. That's right. We're going to put some shrooms on this pizza. We're going to put it in the oven. We're going to let it bake. And three of us are going to eat it. Then we're just going to go on a nature walk. And like five days later, <laughs> they will find us <laughs> naked somewhere. But it will have been really good pizza. I don't trust any part of that. <laughs> This sounds like a night I had in my twenties. So I, mean, <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. It's been a while. I think I think really yeah. like this is this is really the ideal date for the three of us. We're just gonna we're just gonna see what happens. <laughs> There'll be a lot of laughter. Uh, the trees will talk to us. Should be a, should be a good adventure. <laughs> this tree won't stop talking to me. This tree won't stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Sweaty, for the question. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Sweaty. Mm-hmm. Even, even though I didn't get the pork butt because Dan doesn't like me. but you It's know, all mine I, now. I'm keeping it, it to myself. It Nobody gets it any. Uh, so, okay, last question. Uh, hmm. This one's from our buddy Moose. He says, uh, question for the show. Have you ever heard of Div Daddy, the best Div user in the group who also likes running Div? You still on that div life in your helps, Dan? Your PVE helps? So here's so here's the thing. I've heard I've heard of Div Bitch. That's mm, way yes. different. Yes. That's, yeah. that's somebody who who's like, oh fine, I'll run Divinity. Div Daddy. I find like the Div Daddies are few and far between. Uh I occasionally will be a Div Daddy in our runs. Mm-hmm. Um Probably less so now for Ron. Now that we know that Thunderlord was doing double crits against the yeah. uh, Divinity Bubble and is being fixed, boo. But <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, but like the uh, what is the the Void crafted retrofit? Retrofit, retrofit mm-hmm. is right up there with Thunderlord. So yeah. they might fix Thunderlord, but retrofit There's also will just rockets. Slide. You can do rockets too. Yeah. You just have to remember yeah. not to hit your buddy in the back of the head, and your buddy has to remember not to run in front of you. Yeah, stay so, crouched. Like, Plant your feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy feet kill friends. <laughs> crouch. Yes, Reload. just stay crouch. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like. um, 
it really it's been a it's like i said i've been off destiny for like a couple of weeks um but i mean for most for most stuff right now outside of like raids even for gms we weren't really using divinity all that much because there's like well it does do um it does overload but right. it's just kind of like you, there's other stuff that does overload so why even bother with it yeah so I, I feel like in gms it's dangerous too because mm-hmm. there's like ad spawn waves and if you mm. burn too fast you can get yourself wrong yeah i feel like it's it's a it's still probably the best way to go when you're in a raid right to do it mm-hmm. it just uh, creates a huge crit spot which is very hard to find for most men right right <laughs> a crit spot i got it yeah uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think for our group, we have multiple people who are div daddying it up these days. We Nessie. talked about this. We talked Nessie's about this the other friend. day, where TJ and I both, without saying anything, both put divinity on, and we had two divinities on <laughs> the, the boss. <laughs> like, wait, TJ, are you on a div? He's like, yeah. Are you? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, which one of right. you did more damage? That's how you know. That's how you knew who who ran the actual divinity. <laughs> we actually cleared it on that run, so it was. Uh, we didn't actually look at the damage. It was like, well, I guess we got two divinities, but we're still gonna get it done. So hooray for us. <laughs> the uh, what was it? Um, well, shit, it's gone. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um. Oh yeah. no! I, I remember it now. I remember yeah. it now. Ascendant Nomad brought it up in yes. last week's episode of Destiny Digest, where he's like, I, "Yeah, using Div Bubble in PvP." <laughs> the, dude, listening to him talk about Div and then how they're buffing Div uh, yeah. made me made me want to play Div when I jump back <laughs> in because I like I told myself I was going to finish Guardian Games and get the one title I need. To get, I, I don't know if Reveler. you did all four. Yeah, if you did yeah, all four, yeah. you get it. And this is, and I totally just was like, ah, I'm gonna go outside. Um, I skipped Guardian <laughs> Games. It's it's one of my least favorite of those activities. Yeah, oh, I didn't, and, dude. It's it's funny because I'm so close. Like I think I had two or three things left to get the title mm-hmm. after spending way too many hours in the haunted forest. BS and grinding all that other stuff out this year. But sometimes it's just more important to just do what you want with your time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think, boys, we should um add some music to this playlist of ours mm. and then uh probably promote the glasses one more time. Okay. <laughs> and then call <holler> a night. <laughs> They make me look like Cyclops when I have the clip on. They're red shades. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of weird. Ten percent off gamer advantage <laughs> using code Dan. Uh, do you guys remember? Um, remember when Dad Tales? Because uh, they were sponsored by Gamer Subs. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> I already know where you're going with this. <laughs> they would tell people to give fake suggestions for like flavors, but not tag yeah. them in it. <laughs> oh God, I love it. Um, okay. We have this podcast and we need to add songs to it. So are you, are you for sure finally locked in? This is where we're going, Dan. Yeah, I think, I think this is where we're going. 
Unless I change my mind, I think this is where we're going. Okay, what do you got for me? Ah, oh, fuck, man, am I going to change my mind? <laughs> oh, shit, am I going to change my mind? You know what? We'll stick to it. We'll stick to okay. it. Okay, okay. Uh, my console by Eiffel 65. Ah! I love it. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm right. kidding. Well, that's what guys. That's, that what, that's what Rob said. That's, <laughs> what, Rob, that's what Rob said. Mine's really <laughs> Kukapelli face tattoo by AJJ. I was just saying it to be funny. I wanted. I want Rob's approval. Rob, are you happy now? I'm so happy. My night's made. All right. Good. That's good. <laughs> oh my god. Bravo. Uh. Oh my god. Let's try that again. It was it was like in front of me and mm-hmm. uh, and I went to click on it and Spotify just changed the results. Cocapelli face tattoo, man. Yeah. Uh, there's great. also just a Cocapelli song. out. There's two Cocapelli songs out there. See, I don't know about that. Uh, Cocapelli face tattoo has has the the uh, chorus that is, uh, hey, dude, I hate everything you do, but I'm trying really hard to not hate you. Hating you doesn't make you suck any less. <laughs> awesome. It's how I try to live. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad way to go. <laughs> uh, we also have this dude uh, that adds to our playlist every week. You might know him. His name is Debt Ben Malone. Have you ever heard that that name before? Ah, uh, Debt Ben Malone. Recent uncle to a Stevens <laughs> child, <Ben Malone. laughs> yes, and uh, and maker of the tattoos now. Oh, he makes the tattoos now. He this does. Benjamin, yes. Uh, Rob, what does Ben have for us this week? Loving is easy by Rex Count or Rex Orange County and Benny sings. I can't hear you say that and not be like loving you is easy because I'm beautiful. Yeah, I think that song's on the day three playlist. I'm pretty sure Kingsley put it on there. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's day two. Um, day two or day three, it's on. I just I just really appreciate my own adaptation of the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Uh moving on. Somebody's <laughs> when, gotta appreciate it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> no one else did. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, shit. What do you got? You know, I was I had an idea all day what I was going to put on, and then right before we were on, I was still working, and it came up on a playlist. So we're going to go with You're Going to Go Far, Kid by The Offspring. Oh, I was just making sure that was not already on my list. Um,. Have we have a few offspring songs on, but that one yeah. is not on there. I checked. <laughs> um, no, and I still have a few on my list of things to add. Um, oh, I see. Some offspring that, that I haven't added yet <laughs> um, in the ever-growing list of songs I like, but have not added. And see, um, we're going back to 1998, like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like Shakespeare in love was all the rage. <laughs> I still can't believe that stupid uh, Oscar. I think I think I'm gonna go J Boog Livity. Livity or Levity? Yeah. No, it's he says Livity. Okay. I, I I've never seen it, so I was just 
I was asking more than anything else. Oh, okay. There we go. I was like, why is it not popping up? Okay. Also with heavy roots. I did not know that there was two people on that one. It's a good one. It came up. It came up while I was, uh, I don't know, doing something this week. But I think my I think my love for reggae has spawned or spawned from my love for ska because yeah. ska came from reggae. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, the so ska lights, sure. man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dan, are we doing like are we skanking after this? Is it like dance session? I mean, we can. Like, I can show okay. you some shit. Yeah. I can show you some uh, We Are the Union. I can show you some Killing Lincoln. Uh, I can show you some Joystick. Um, and then I'll show you the band Joystick. And then... <laughs> um, you know that camera angle is going to help. Mm-hmm. Right, guys? Um, <laughs> right. Don't worry about me. I'm just tilted off the face of the earth looking at the other Never. nominees for Best Picture in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking gave the thing to fucking Shakespeare in love. <laughs> Uh, but Leo was oh, in it. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, you're thinking Romeo and Juliet, which I think was 99. Was that 99? Uh, definitely was late 90s for sure, because I, rem- I, I didn't, was in 96 high school. 96 for Romeo plus 96. Juliet. All right, all right. Oh, that Calm would down. make sense. Yeah, <laughs> that would make sense. <sighs> Just oh, man. enraged. You know what? You know what is the better version? Of all of those Shakespeare remakes, hmm. Ten Things I Hate About You, still yes. a classy movie. Ten Things I Hate About You is very good. What about Romeo Must Die with Jet Li and a uh, Aaliyah? Look, was Aaliyah look, in that one? Yeah, with Aaliyah. <laughs> yeah, a DMX um, maybe. <laughs> DMX was definitely in that movie. Uh, look, while I love DMX and I love Jet Li and I love the late great <laughs> Aaliyah, uh, I man that movie. Steven Seagal quality. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 10 things I hate about you is definitely better. Was that, was that Seth uh, Green was in that one? Heath Ledger. Heath Heath Ledger. Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. 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 And Julia Stiles, right? The dad, the dad to Julia Stiles is, is the reason why I love that movie. Yeah, God, I don't even he's, remember. He's the like dad. A, is he a gynecologist a or that? Oh, he's a or lawyer. Like, That's or no, no. Is he a? Yeah, he's a guy. I think he's a gynecologist. And he works with like <laughs> pregnant yeah. teens and stuff like yeah. that. He works with pregnant teens, and he. he oh, he, he won't makes let his daughters work. date. Yeah, he won't. Yes. He won't. He, he won't let his daughters date because. Uh. <laughs> oh my because god! I forgot about that. Uh, it's such a good fucking movie, man. I watch that at least once a year. Like sometimes on accident, sometimes on purpose. It just Whoa. happens. Sometimes you watch like, things Dawson about River you. kids sleeping in each other's beds and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely like seen this movie somewhere between twenty and a hundred times. Like yeah. we own it. Like totally would watch it with the missus it also has and the my Scott girlfriend. Connection to it. It also has the Scott connection to it. Does it? Yeah. Uh, who's the band that plays on top of the roof of the school at the end? 
that also plays the prom. Save Ferris. Uh, yeah, save Ferris. Save Ferris. Yeah, you're right. Totally. <laughs> uh, I still think one of the best like punk ska like band cameos in a movie was it uh, Euro Trip? Um, mm-hmm. Where Lustra. Matt Daddy Matt, doesn't know. Matt Lustra Damon is the band who does actually does it. Oh, okay. Matt Damon lip syncs it, but Lustra is the band. It's uh. Yeah, I think that's on the day one playlist, actually. Yeah, Scotty doesn't know. Yeah, it's so good. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> so good. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Um, Dan, yes. I want you to tell people about, like, your network, like, just all of the projects that you have going on, where they can find you, where they can jump into your streams, like, all this goodness so people know. Because, man, you... Um, I compliments <laughs> <laughs> well thanks what network are you referring to are you talking about beardo no i mean just like like your podcast your stream like oh, okay just yeah everything that's, all, you have that's going. all the network yeah yeah because yeah. i was like wait did you know about the llc uh so um <laughs> uh you didn't before so, this but you've just confirmed yeah, it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 uh so um hi my name is Danfinity. You can find me on Twitter, the Instagram, and the TikTok at Danfinity, where the eyes are L's. You can also find me on Twitch three days a week, twitch.tv forward slash Danfinity, in which I help other guardians with PVE activities after this Sunday because I kind of took a little bit of a break in order to play some Jedi Survivor, and it's really good. I just finished it tonight. I had a really good time with it. Uh, I understand that there's some bugs and some people are very upset on PC, but I play on PS5, so that's not my problem. Anyways, (laughs) uh, so... (laughs) <laughs> outside of that uh, the, outside of my stream you can find my podcast Destiny Digest every Friday uh, wherever you, you your fine podcasts are sold and you can watch the video of it uh, tomorrow afternoon at 3pm on YouTube I think I scheduled it for then we'll find out together uh, at Dan Finney where or... the eyes are L's uh, Eastern yes uh, and so <laughs> I was just gonna say, if he would have just left it at 3 p.m., then they can't prove him wrong because, like, he never said the time zone. <laughs> it said 3 p.m., Dan, it, it was two. Decided. What time zone? What time zone are you in? Eastern, I was talking about the one before Eastern, <laughs> Atlantic. I was talking about Christmas, anyways. Uh, so the um. So yeah, that's where you can find that's where you can find me. Uh, if you can't find me streaming or on YouTube or or uh, playing playing games on the Twitch, or if you if you're like I only listen to Potato Thumbs podcast, never fear. <laughs> um, there is a stream team called Beardo in which I have uh, assembled a, a bunch of folks together, and they're all wonderful. Uh, check them out. I think it's twitch.tv forward slash teams forward slash Beardo, B-E-I-R-D-O. Outside of that, you can't find me. Don't even come looking. If you do, I'll find out, and then I'll find you. <laughs> Back to you guys. Awesome. You show up at your door wearing a sloth head. <laughs> he just may. <laughs> oh, man. Fun show, Dan. Fun show. Thanks. Uh, Let's right, let it, uh, not be another 268 episodes before we get you on again. <laughs> I'm down. 
Or uh, let's make it another 268. <laughs> let's really stay consistent. <laughs> we'll get you there for our 11 year anniversary. <laughs> Somehow I've aged 75 years by the time you get me to guess. Say, like, what? Who are you? Where's my grandchildren? I like it. Um, thank you. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. It'll be another, it'll be another, um, five years, but Dan will be back. Yep. And, uh, and next week we are doing a uh, classified music episode. So that should be a good time for real. We're doing it this time. Classified music as in music that only spies understand and mm-hmm. can, can get uh, yep. messages from in order to execute them for their shadow governments. Is that what yep. you mean? A hundred percent not the Canadian rapper, but what you cool. said. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. It's classified. <laughs> we are uh we're a podcast. Uh and you already found us, so congrats. 